0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Mr. Brian Clark closing out the very last Agent Power Huddle of 2021. What's going on, man? You're on mute. We can't hear you yet, but uh, I'm just going to say, while well, he's there we there, go. We go. there, you are. Um, I'm not even officially here today. I'm actually running around, packing up my family to go do family stuff and take it off. But I was like, if Brian's going to be here for our last one of the year, I at least want to introduce him. Then I'm going to shut my camera off and I'm going to listen in while we pack up, pack up the family. Because I advertise, Elise and I were kind of talking offline. We advertise this as your dirty database secrets. <laughs> just for fun, I don't know if you even saw that. Because Brian, by the way, guys, if you don't know Brian Clark, he uh, he is probably one of the most knowledgeable database CRM and just marketing people in the industry. He's a he's an uh, an, an ex ex staffer from the Big Z. Uh, I'm not going to say what Big Z stands for if you don't know what it is. Just Google it. Right um, today, what are we talking about today, Brian?
1: Today, we're actually talking about micro niche farming and how to find buyers and sellers that are your ideal clientele.
0: Why would agents care about that? Why do agents want to find, like, why would agents care?
1: Well, because that means if you're targeting the exact person that you're looking to work with, that means that you're going to be spending less marketing dollars to acquire that clientele. So the less that you spend to acquire that clientele, the higher your profitability is. I
0: love it. So (laughs) I'm just going to say for the last call of the year before I shut my camera up and turn this over to Brian, guys, if you want to actually work with people you like and spend a lot less money to find them, this is going to be your jam today. Brian, thank you for closing out our year. Um, I will be... I, I'm just gonna let you do your thing. I'll be listening in the background. So thank you for being here, guys. Truly, Brian is. Uh, and if, if you guys don't know Brian, what what is the what is what is your company's name at this point? Is it is it Be Known?
1: Um, so we still have Be Known Advertising, where we run marketing for agents. Um, we also have Leads to ROI, which is our CRM suite, um, and we have Be Known University, where you can jump in learn how to build ads on your own, or you can uh, learn how to utilize your CRM to its fullest potential. Cool.
0: And, and he's not selling stuff to the guys. He truly is here to teach. He's one of my favorite human beings, but like when I have a question on anything CRM database related, he is the first person I message. He probably loves when I do that. But anyway, <laughs> Brian, thanks so much, dude. T- take us down this uh, micro niche farming journey. Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen and kick
1: the, kick things off. All right. So today it is going to be all about micro niche farming. We are going to dive in and do, um, little walkthrough on Remind and how to utilize this platform in order to find your ideal clientele. Um, But to kick things off, again, this is Micro Niche Farming. And what you guys are going to learn today in this training session, you're going to learn how to niche down on a specific neighborhood, how to find them on Facebook, and how to target them via direct mail. So these are going to be your buyers and your sellers from that audience that you pull. Marketing materials that you are going to need, how to captivate that audience, and what types of videos you guys need to shoot in order to go out there and dominate your local marketplace. Now, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get through all of this uh, presentation. The last time I did it, it took me about 45 minutes. So I'm going to rush through some of these things um, just so that I can get through it, right? Um, now, your guys' best resources to find that data so you can find homeowner data and you can find renter data so that you can target the right individuals to market to on Facebook uh, through direct mailer and just really reduce your costs because you're targeting the right folks. So Remind is a really, really solid platform. There are a lot of MLSs that they are tied in with where they give agents that are local in that MLS a free pro version of the account. Um, Unfortunately, they aren't free in every MLS nationwide, but they are free in a lot of them. So guys, take a look with your MLS. See if you can get your hands on Remind. Awesome source. And you can pull an unlimited number of data. They tell you you can only take 10,000 per month. The truth is you get 10,000 per list. Delete that list of 10,000. Go find another 10,000 after you've downloaded it. Uh, Property Radar is another great source for you guys to go ahead and grab that data. And of course, PropStream. They're both about on the same level. And they both have roughly the same cost. Property Radar used to have unlimited online data that you could pull. Um, such as encrypted data that you could use on Facebook and Google, but they have gone away from that model. Um, I think we have something to do with that because we had like 10 million people in our database. Um, so I'm going to dive in right now and give you guys a little walkthrough on Remind, um, so that we can really kind of narrow down how to micro niche target a market. So I'm just going to go ahead and use Orlando as an example here. I'm going to I'm going to scroll on in until I can start seeing neighborhoods on the map. And one of the things we're going to do is we're just going to take this little square from the right side. And let's just say, hey, right up here in Winter Park, let's go ahead and just mark off this little zone right here. Now, you guys can see I have a ton of parameters that are already built in here. And this is so that it can save me some time in doing this presentation. um, Because, again, last time it took me a very, very long time to get through this. So the goal is you want to make sure that your list is under 10,000 people. So you can see we have 9,036 people here. You can add any list under 10,000 to your card. Well, let's take a look at the parameters of who we're targeting. So we're looking at properties that are over 250,000 in value. We're looking at this specific rectangle or this location. Single family homes, townhomes and condos. We're also looking for properties that have 25 to 50% equity built into them. So 25 through 50 and then 50% plus. Just want to make sure that we grabbed all of those. There's a couple of additional things that we can also add into here to really target in on who we're looking at. So I always like to look at primary data sources um, such as Zillow.com. They have two, they have almost 300 million unique users every single month on their site searching for properties, and they co- they collect a massive amount of data. Trust me, when I worked at that big Z company, uh, it was like it, it was like baptism by fire hose. The amount of data that was plugged into us on a daily basis, it was insane. The amount of knowledge that we could intake on this particular industry. So one of the things that I would really dive into on this, if we're looking to target is time frame of ownership. So one of the things that that big Z company says and has listed in their uh, annual reports is that the average move up, move down time in the United States is between five and seven years. So I want to make sure that I'm starting with people who have been in their property at least five years. um, And I'm actually going to take this all the way up to 20 years because we're going to have empty nesters. um, We're going to have folks that are looking to move into retirement or maybe into 55 plus communities. So we want to make sure that we're grabbing all of that additional data beyond that. So if I go ahead and I I apply this last last little filter on here, you can see that our numbers have actually changed drastically. So now we have 3,357 people that we can uniquely go in and target right now. Now, all you guys have to do at this point is go ahead and click Add to Cart in the top right corner. Go ahead and select the cart that you're going to add it to. I am having a glitch with Remind because I'm on the mortgage side and they have told me several times they're working on it and they should have it fixed for me soon. Um, but once you add that to your cart, I'm gonna show you guys what it would look like when it's a, when it's all actually working properly and how it works for the real estate side. You guys are gonna have an extra little checkbox up here. You just check the box, you click the more, and then you can export the data, actually exports right here. You guys can go ahead and export that data out. Now I'm gonna show you guys here in a minute what that data looks like. I'm just gonna get it pulled up on my other screen really fast. Um, so that I can show that off. And I should have it right here under. Be just one moment, you guys. Audience is Vegas. Yeah, go ahead and be just one second. My com- computer is taking a little time to load all of this up.
0: Looks like I'm actually pulling up property
1: radar data. Sorry, guys, I had the wrong file. Give me one second so I can find
0: my Remind data on my computer. Actually, I'm just gonna go ahead and pull
1: it up on my drive because for some reason, I'm not finding it on my desktop. So sorry about
0: that, you guys, let's go. There we go. So this is what the uh, audience data is gonna look
1: like that you guys pull from Remind. As you can see, there is a ton of data points that you guys can capture from. So we have the address of the property, the city, the state, the zip code, lot size, square footage, the equity in the home, sell score, best uh, baths, beds, estimated value, zoning. uh, The list goes on and on. You even get their mailing address if it's an absentee homeowner, which is awesome. Always make sure if you're sending direct mailers that you send them through this mailing address category that is listed here. The mailing address category is gonna make sure that that postcard actually shows up on their doorstep. And of course you'll need to use the mailing city and the mailing state with that. You can also see that we have the owner's first name, the owner's last name, and in some cases we even have a phone number. So if you guys have ISAs or you wanna do some cold calling or door knocking, you've got all the necessary information that you need right there to go ahead and and knock this out of the park. So we're gonna go ahead and move on down in the slide. Next step, it looks like it's going to be a Facebook import and how to import this directly into your Facebook ad account. Give me one second, I don't wanna show off any client data. So I'm gonna jump into one of my accounts and let's just do leads to ROI. And I'm gonna show you guys really fast here uh, how to go ahead and import one of these audiences directly into Facebook so that you can utilize it in your marketing efforts on on the book of face. Um, So what you're gonna do is once you're in business.facebook.com, you're actually gonna go to this, this little hamburger menu on the left side of the screen and you will click on audiences. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to download this audience on my other screen. And all you guys have to do here is go ahead and go to create audience in the top left corner, custom audience, then we're going to go to a customer list. You select next, once you've said customer list, this is just a little preemptive telling you the information that you need. You need one of these identifiers, an email, mobile phone number, the mobile advertiser ID, their Facebook app user ID, first name or last name. So these are the easiest fields to obtain the last name, the first name, the phone number, and the email. We're gonna go ahead and say next. And what we're going to do here is say, we do not have lifetime value. So this is more geared towards your e-commerce, somebody that comes back repeats and purchases again and again. So when it comes to the real estate side, um, we don't really need to focus too much on lifetime value unless we're working with a group of investors, so to speak. Um, that would be a good place to actually utilize that. All I'm going to do is drag and drop that CSV file directly in and click next. Now you can see that we've had a couple of data points that have filled out automatically. We've got phone number for owner one and phone number for owner two. Now I love that. It's going to say that it's an empty row, but maybe the first 20 properties that are on the CSV don't have a second owner. Um, But because we're selecting that as an option, Facebook is going to then identify that second owner and give us the ability to target them. Now, if we click on action needed here, we can actually go ahead and scroll down. And there's a couple of pertinent pieces of information that we need from this. So we're going to go with owner one first name. We're going to go ahead and select that. Now you can see it removed from this list, moved to the other side of the screen. Um, We're going to go ahead and grab owner one last name. And there we go you guys can only select one first and last name column in here so i would recommend doing this twice one for the first owner and then once again for the second owner then we're going to go ahead and grab the email data for owner one and we're going to say import and create but before i do that i'm just going to show you guys what fields we mapped so again we mapped first name to first name we mapped last name to last name email to email and phone number to phone number and then we have the second homeowner's phone number listed as well. Facebook should be able to pick them up and identify them if this is a phone number that they've verified on Facebook. Now, all we have to do is click import and create. And Facebook is going to go through the process that it takes to go ahead and import that directly into your guys' account. Now, there's a couple of platforms that I highly recommend for direct mail. Um, Mailbox Power is one of my favorites right now. Um, we have a lot of automation that we have created uh, through KV Core and also through our own CRM leads to ROI, where you can simply have a webhook set up in part of your follow up campaign. And it's going to zap that info over to Mailbox Power and launch a campaign. Now, for time purposes today, I'm not going to dive into setting everything up and how it all works inside of Mailbox Power. But there's a handful of different mailer services out there that you guys can use. Um, And we've been doing a ton of case studies on direct mail and the power that you guys have uh, in in the return on your investment that you can receive from that. One of our agents in our case study over this last year spent $4,800 direct mailing just for sale by owners and was able to net uh, 347,000 in gross commissionable income. So that was when I say net, we are reducing the $4,800 in total upfront marketing costs for those mails. Um, they had 36 leads that had reached out to them. Uh, 590 people that they, that they mailed total, 36 of those 590 called the agent directly. Um, out of those 36, 22 listed. And out of the 22 that listed, that's where that 347,000 in gross commissionable income came from. So there is a lot of power in direct mail, Uh, being able to physically put a postcard in somebody's hand, especially if you're doing some, uh, a little bit of homework beforehand, or if you have some automations in place like we do, where you can take the Google image of their home, the street view image of their home and put it on that mailer. Somebody gets that mailer in in um, in their box, they open it up and they see their house. It's going to catch their attention. So there's some really cool ways that you guys can really go and captivate that audience with, um, with your direct mail. Now with these audience, there's a couple of things that I want to make sure that you do and don't do. So when, when you're going ahead and pulling these audiences, if you're going to use these on Facebook, you want to make sure that audience is more than 1000 people. So, I would recommend pulling a list between 10 and 40,000 at a minimum if you're going to target on Facebook because your targeting costs are going to be high. The smaller the, they're going to be higher the smaller the list is. So make sure that you are going ahead and pulling a lot more data than what you feel you would actually want to target or or get in front of. Expand your areas a little bit. Um, So that that way you can get in front of the right folks on Facebook and it can be worth your money. Um, If it's too small of an audience under a thousand, Facebook won't even market it. If it's between a thousand, two thousand, you're going to pay be paying a hundred to two hundred dollars CPM, which is essentially your cost per one thousand impressions, which is ridiculous costs. Get it over ten thousand and bring your costs massively down. You're still targeting your ideal clientele and it's putting you in a position to where you can win those buyers or sellers for under10 or fifteen dollars per lead. Um, you want to uh, upload your audience directly into Facebook so that you can market it. And then with mailbox power or any other kind of uh, any other kind of mailer service, you're just going to upload that data into that mailer service that you're using. And hopefully you have created a campaign to where you're sending a series of um, a series of postcards out to those individuals. So in that in that case study that I was talking about earlier, there was an average of eight point nine mailers that was sent to every single one of those for sale by owners. The five hundred ninety for sale by owners. Repetition is key. You have to make sure that you're staying in front of them. If you're marketing this audience on Facebook in the same respect, make sure you have retargeting in place so that you can get right back in front of them. Um, You want to also be ready to shoot videos of this specific market, this neighborhood that you're pulling the data on. So if I'm going in on Remind and I'm pulling data on Winter Park, just north of Orlando, and of course it had to reset on me, but if I'm pulling data in Winter Park, just north of Orlando, I wanna make sure that I have some marketing that is gonna be going out to that specific neighborhood. So what I would do is I would go and get in my car, I would drive to this neighborhood if I didn't already live in it, and I would get out a DJI Osmo, a gimbal, put my phone on it, and I would do a walkthrough and a tour of a couple of these neighborhoods so that when they're seeing your ads on Facebook and you're delivering your message to them in their neighborhood, they're gonna say, oh, hey, that looks familiar. And that that individual must really know what they're talking about. They're in my market and they are giving me some educational value on selling my home, buying my next home, whatever that niche may be that you are targeting or going after. Um, so very important. I recommend everybody pick up a DJI Osmo. Um, the 5 is out now and it's on Amazon. It only runs about 140 bucks. So it's a very inexpensive way for you guys to look like a pro videographer when you're shooting these videos and you're getting everything out to the uh, general public or that targeted niche audience. So I would recommend going into the neighborhood shooting videos in the neighborhood that you're specifically looking to target. It's going to catch their attention when you bring educational value to it and you make it fun, you're going to be able to win a massive amount of that audience and give yourself the opportunity to go and close more business. Now, I do not recommend if you're pulling these lists from Remind, I do not recommend you to send emails to this list, to call this list or to text this list. Um, We we have just gone essentially and found data on homeowners from Remind and we've pulled it in. We need to market to these in ways that we aren't going to get in trouble. We aren't going to be in violation of any codes of ethics and we aren't going to get in trouble for any of the can spam laws or anything along those lines. So with this particular list that you pull from Remind, this is plug it into Facebook, plug it into Google, plug it into your direct mail platform and utilize those means to get in front of these potential buyers or sellers so that you can ultimately win them as a client now uh, again when we we're talking about going into those neighborhoods this section is going to be all about being that neighborhood expert so you want to shoot a video walkthrough in the in the neighborhood that you are marketing we've kind of covered that um, but again be the micro niche reporter if there are new stores restaurants mom and pop shops be the first to go and report on those new businesses that are coming into this local community You want to really drive home some points to those folks, let them know that you care about the community, you care about them as a client, but that you also just want to keep them informed. And having things like this where you're giving them information about their community and things that are coming that are new is going to be a way that's going to help bring down their shield and sword, help them build a little bit more trust in you so that when you collect their information, get them on the phone and start having a conversation you can ultimately win that client a heck of a lot easier. I would also put a focus on nearby schools, school zones, school ratings, school events, if there's any football games, other sports curricular, extracurricular activities, anything along those lines, especially if you have kids that are involved in those local schools, it is a great way to get in front of the parents. Um, You also want to look at um, your neighborhood market health. So do a video on the health of the, neighbor market, uh, the neighborhood and that market. How many listings do we have? What are they selling for? Are we going well over ask or not? I mean, just about every market, that's what it sounds like across the US right now. But these are all things that are really gonna get homeowners excited so that they can sell their house and make more money. Um, also want to talk about neighborhood stats. Again, we just went over home sales, but we also want to talk about like crime statistics and things along those lines. You really want to narrow down or, or hammer home that you are the expert on this local marketplace. Now, this last one, uh, the local grocery stores, um, I, I don't see it so much here in eastern Washington. But when I was living in Seattle, working for that big Z company, I lived in Kirkland, Washington, and I lived up on Finn Hill, which was a pretty nice neighborhood. But if I would drive down the hill, there was a Safeway. And at that local Safeway, one of my big Z clients actually um, had purchased the rights to all of the shopping carts in that Safeway. And so every time anyone would go and grab a cart, there was a banner on the cart with this agent's name and their team. That branding in that neighborhood specifically was huge for them. Um, It was the Lions team. I can tell you right now that they gained a ton of business from having their name on those shopping carts. And it's just that every time somebody would go shopping, they would see this specific real estate team. So if you go and frequent a a, a local store, let's just say the average person shops three times, uh, three times a month, for example, I I don't know what the average is, but I'm just going to throw it out there. You shop three times per month, every month, you're going to see that agent's face, their logo, their info three different times. So that is a really niche way to go ahead and market um, that that particular neighborhood. For schools, for school district specific, um, this is something that, that always caught my attention. I was in sports when I was in high school. I know it was a long time ago now, but I wrestled, I played football, I played soccer. I was captain of all three of my teams. Every single year, we would have to go out and we would get our parents to sponsor our programs. We would get our parents' friends to sponsor. We would go and look at local businesses and they would we would actually sell a space. You could buy a, a quarter of a page. You could buy a half a page or you could buy a full page in our program. So I can tell you right now, my parents still have every single one of my wrestling, football and soccer programs today. Every time I see my mom or I go and visit her, my mom goes, oh, by the way, do you wanna take these home? Do you want these now? Right, I'm like, no, 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 I don't need them. You can hang on to them. I'll get them someday later. I don't have space for them right now. But the point is, Parents really hang on to those, they care about them and they will actually go through them and read them from time to time. And if you can put your face, your contact info in a quarter, a half or a full page of that sport program showing that you're supporting the local schools, the parents are going to recognize that and it's going to give you some very, very inexpensive branding. Um, And my high school was like five hundred dollars for a full page. But I grew up in kind of a poor neighborhood so it might be more where you guys are <laughs> now um this I would do this for individual sports program and I would do this every single quarter you guys so uh, every quarter we've got uh, different or excuse me semester we've got different sports that are going on so in the fall we've got volleyball we've got football um, you've got girls softball uh, there's tons of sports winter we've got wrestling gymnastics basketball um, the list just goes on and on. So make sure that you guys are involved with every single one of those semesters and all of those different sports. I would also recommend band and DECA. Um, I was a big part, I was a part of DECA when I was in high school. I think that it actually kind of formed and, and put me in the position where I wanted to go because it was all about marketing and and business. Uh, and so DECA would also be another great place to go ahead and, and get into those. The materials that you guys are really going to need, It's simple. You're going to need your cell phone. You're going to need a gimbal that's similar to a DJI Osmo 5. Um, If you guys don't have a a gimbal, I will go ahead and actually pull up on Amazon right now. And I will share a link for a gimbal on here. And I'm just going to grab that right now. DJI Osmo 5. And I'll copy and paste this link and go ahead and plug it in for you guys so that everybody uh, that doesn't have one can pick one up. One thing i really like about the osmo is that it now has this extension tube kind of like one of the competitor models which was the smooth so you can really get that camera out in front of you and you can take a much uh, much farther away shot um, so that it's not like you're just taking a selfie the whole time with the phone in front of you so it's extremely powerful to do that so i'm going to go ahead and copy this link and plug this into the chat Anyone that doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a gimbal, I recommend picking one up. You guys can do video walkthroughs on a house like a boss with those. Go up and downstairs without any uh, without any motion. And you don't look like the Blair Witch. I've got two minutes left on here and I was able to power through it because I skipped the mailbox power stuff. What questions do you guys have for me, Sarah?
0: Yeah. So how do we find out if Remind is free in our market?
1: So what you can do is contact your local MLS um, and, and ask them about Remind. If if there is a partnership, your local MLS is going to know about it. Um, so that's that's the first place that I would check is with your local MLS to see if you can get it. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Any other questions today? Direct mail, did your, your case study, did they find that it was on the seventh mailing on average or like month seven, month eight? Like where did it hit? So in that case study, we didn't actually track on the particular piece of mail. What we did was, so in Mailbox Power, you can set up a campaign. And so we had a series of postcards that went out. Um, and so cam- the campaign would launch. Uh, essentially what you do is you get a FISBO. You would load them into that particular campaign. And at this point in time, the agents were having to go through and grab some marketing materials um, such as going to Google uh, Google Maps, doing a street view of the home, taking a screenshot and using the image of their house as the image of that postcard. Um, But we, we didn't actually track the number of mailers it took for them to get the correspondence. It was just based off of the number of agents that we entered into this series of nine, uh, nine postcards for that campaign. But okay, I do so have whole- a, I do have another training on that. If anybody would like to like to uh, like to see that, I do. I'll, I'll go ahead and throw this in the chat, and then I'll jump back into the Facebook group and and put it into the, um, plug it into the. Uh, In the comments section as well, we have a live recordings or live video recordings of all of our trainings uh, that we do. We do a training every Tuesday and every Thursday. All agents are welcome. Um, There's no cost for it. Uh, It's primarily for agents that utilize our our CRM platform, but we let everyone everyone walk through the door and and join. So uh, if you guys give me one second, I'll pull that link and I'll go ahead and add it to the chat and then we will throw it into uh, we'll go ahead and also throw it into uh, the Facebook group as well. So it is go.leadstoro.com slash town hall. And I'm throwing that in chat now. Brian, thank you so much there. Uh, everybody, there are uh, quite a few links in the chat. If you want to go back through and, and look at what Brian went over with us and Jesse put some in there and then the links with Brian, that Brian put in there, I put one in for deck of design. So, um, I hope everyone has a fantastic new year. Brian, this was so interesting. Um, I love the, the the little ideas you gave, like the grocery cart. That's brilliant. It's just, I mean, you don't think about that. That's some, everybody grocery shops.
0: <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> it's COVID and we did all the online shopping. People are glad to be out in, uh, in the world doing those real life things. So I really, really appreciate this. Um, and I hope uh, everybody's uh, day goes fantastic. And uh, Autumn will take us out with some music. Hope everyone has a happy year, and thanks for having me.
0: If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.